He gets off his conference call. It is go time. I am just steps away from closing this million-dollar gift. I go in there. He says, all right, Kevin, I got five minutes. What you got for me? Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories, and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Kevin Fitzpatrick solo episode of One Visit Away. We haven't done one of these in a while, and I just wanted to mix it up a bit, give you all a bit of a shorter episode and just one story that I uh, had a lot of fun telling, and so I hope you all enjoy it. If you're really enjoying this, guys, please, we've we've had over 2,500 downloads now. I know you're getting value. If that's you, if you could go ahead right now, go into Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It helps tremendously in getting this show out to more people, and I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. So this this story comes from the very beginning of my career when I went full-time. I was an intern at Heroic Media starting in December of 2013. I took a part-time position in uh, 2014, and then I started full-time the day after I graduated in May of 2015. We graduated on a Sunday. I was at the office Monday morning uh, at 8 a.m. I believe it was May 18th, and so I'm telling you these dates because they're important. One of the things I focus on is you've got to go out there and just have activity, start asking for visits, start going on visits, and even with people of huge capacity, just figure it out as you go. It's better to have bad activity uh, when you're starting out and just build your confidence up, build your skills, than it is to have no activity, which I see way too frequently. So this happened, uh, so I started May of 2015. The two months later in July... I was visiting another city, and I'm going to be careful about, uh, obviously this is all going to be anonymized, uh, so nobody can figure out who this is, but I was in another city, and I got invited to a breakfast meeting with a group of guys that they they would go to church together and then go get breakfast afterwards. So I joined this group, and it just so happens that one of the guys uh, in this group is extraordinarily wealthy. He's a super successful businessman, uh, tons of money, given away millions to different organizations. Uh, there's buildings with his name on it, that kind of level of giving and wealth. And so I'm at this, I'm at this table and I happen to be seated, seating. Wow. I happen to be sitting right next to this guy and we have this conversation. I'm a brand new, out of college, no idea what I'm doing kid next to this person who uh, is worth several hundred million dollars. And I start telling him about heroic media. He, he asked me what I do, so I tell him. And he's, he's very interested. Uh, and so, so we, we hit it off, and then he has to leave early. And then I'm talking to the rest of the guys at the table, and they know what I do. And one of them, I'm going to call him Bob. He tells me, uh, you have got to get a meeting with Steve. I'm going to call him Steve. And and so I'm like, okay, well, how do I do that? And Bob goes, well, well, I'll give you his email address. And I was like, awesome. So I get his email address. 
I go back to where I was staying and I just shot him an email right then and there. And I just pulled up my email. I, I still have this. This is, I sent this on July 6th. 2015 at 3.09 p.m. So I guess there was a bit of a delay. Uh, had to work up the, the courage to figure out what I was going to say. And guys, this is this is not a good email, okay? I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Uh, scheduling visits is something I've always worked on. I was terrible at when I started. But I wanna, I'm just going to give you guys exactly what I sent to make this real. So I said, Steve, Bob gave me your email address. I really enjoyed getting to speak with you at breakfast. Would you be willing to meet with me to discuss Heroic Media? Heroic Media has big plans to grow our ministry in the next few years, and I would like to present these plans to you. I know that you have been extremely successful as a businessman and as a Catholic, and I would greatly appreciate your insights as to how Heroic Media can further the cause for life. Please feel free to email me or call or text me on my cell phone, and I give my cell phone number. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you, and God bless. Kevin Fitzpatrick, development officer. So I sent him that. That was at, uh, that was on July sixth at three o nine p.m. On July 9th at eight twenty six a.m., he responds, "Thanks, Kevin. Happy to see you." And then he copies his assistant and he says, uh, "Susan, I'll call her. Susan, please schedule." And then so we got the visit scheduled. Uh, I was so excited. I was freaking out. Here I am, 22 years old, no idea what I'm doing, right out of college. I get this visit scheduled with this guy who could, I mean, with a, a signing of a check, fund our entire mission for years to come. And so I'm I'm thinking about all these different different ideas. You know, how much are we going to ask him for? What are the projects we can present? I'm I'm telling our team at Heroic Media all this stuff, you know, we have to come up with, with these different options we can present them with in case, you know, what if he wants to give a million dollars? We need to have something, something set up for that. What if he wants to give a hundred thousand? We need to have an option for that. Uh, and, and, you know, have all these different plans. And so I'm working on this like all the time. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about what if he has this objection? I need to be prepared for that. What if he has a question about this? I need to learn more about that. So I'm just, I'm just trying to prepare everything I can and, you know, there's nights I can't sleep. I'm so excited about this. Some of y'all listening might be like, man, this Kevin guy is a total freaking weirdo. Like, who who puts that much into into what they're doing? And maybe I am just a strange bird, but I think one of the reasons I've been successful is I'm just so excited about our mission. And I think about this all this stuff all the time. I want to get better and better. And so that's that's just me. Maybe you guys... Uh, go to sleep before visiting someone whose car costs more than than your house, and it's no big deal. But I get I get super excited about this stuff, so super excited! Can't wait to go have this visit. I'm freaking out. I'm trying to come up with every scenario, and it's the time to go visit this guy. So he's in another city. Get on the plane, head down there, and his assistant calls me that morning. And says, hey, I'm sorry, but turns out Steve is out of town. He can't meet you. He had a business thing come up, and and we're going to have to reschedule. So I'm like, darn. Put all this this into this, and you know, and it's, it's all for nothing. So I'm down there, 
And I wind up, you know, now I've got free time. So I go and I get a visit scheduled with someone else just randomly. And it turns out there was going to be an event that night in that city. And this new guy I met said, hey, you should come to this event with me. We wind up going to the event. And who do I see at the same table that I'm seated at? None other than Steve. (laughs) And so he recognized me and felt really uncomfortable. And he was like, oh, we were supposed to meet today, huh? Uh, I'm I'm sorry about that. I hope it hope it wasn't the uh the only reason you were down here and it it was um <laughs> but we we wound up just sitting there and had a nice evening it turned out he really did have a a medical thing um that he had to take care of but it was just very awkward he was clearly caught in his assistance lie but uh wind up getting the visit rescheduled so this time heading down to that city ready to go, ready to see this guy. Same level of excitement and anxiousness, nervousness, preparation. This is, everything's on the line. This is going to be it. We're going to close the million-dollar gift. Everything's going to be amazing. And who's not going to want to drop a million dollars on our mission on the first visit? Because it's just that exciting. So I go in there. I remember uh, driving downtown and getting into the garage to park into into this building, and you had to drive. It was like a uh, a spiraling upward drive into this garage, and I finally find an open spot. I park there. I'm probably an hour early. You know, I'm way over prepared. Just cannot be late for this visit. Sitting in my car, I think I called uh, one of my colleagues just to talk through final stuff. And when it's time, I head up to his office really nice office, uh, get in there and I meet the receptionist. I wind up sitting in this, this really nice leather chair. There's these beautiful pieces of art all over the walls. And Steve was on a conference call that was going long. So I wind up waiting like 30 minutes for him to finish up and I'm just freaking out. And I'm wondering, you know, am I wearing the right thing? And <laughs> I hope I'm I'm prepared. I've got all my printouts. I've got everything I'm going to show him. I'm ready to go. He gets off his conference call. It is go time. I am just steps away from closing this million-dollar gift. I go in there. He says, all right, Kevin, I got five minutes. What you got for me? And I just start freaking out. I'd prepared for all these different scenarios where we'd talk about so many different things, and now I had five minutes. So I pulled out a piece of paper I was planning to show him to show him what kind of funding our entire mission in the state that he lived in would cost. And it was something, I think it was like $160,000 or something like that. I just pull out this piece of paper. He sees the number 160000 He goes, I can't do that. That's way too much. And then uh, I don't even know what I said, but I was just in a state of shock. And then he started telling me how he's got several million dollars in commitments to other organizations and he's trying to pay those uh, out of his cash flow rather than out of his savings or assets and he's like i i can't even think about adding anything like this right now so he was like i'll i'll do something but it's not going to be anywhere close to that and uh he basically we, we talked about a couple other things he had his assistant go show me a list of all the commitments he had to the different organizations and he was just like i'm not adding anything big at this time and then he 
uh, I left his office, and that was basically all we talked about. And he wound up giving a $5,000 gift. And I tried many times to get back in touch with him after that, schedule another visit. Uh, we generated a report for him showing how we spent that money, reached out many times, never wanted to see me again. So, <laughs> not the ending I had in mind for my uh, visit that I put so much stress on and so much preparation. And look, there's a lot of things we can learn from this story. And there's certainly things I could have done probably that would have led to better giving over time. And I haven't entirely, you know, given up on this relationship. He he might do something again in the future. We've we have exchanged a couple of Christmas cards, so it's not entirely uh dead, but he's never wanted to visit with me again. And sometimes you can't uh you can't force a visit to happen. So We'll see what comes of it, but uh, the main thing I want you all to take away from this is that you cannot put so much pressure on that one deal, on that one opportunity, on that one big thing out in the future. I made this mistake, fortunately, very early on in my career and learned from it, but I see people doing this even now. There will be one huge gift that they're going for, and that's it. And if that gift doesn't come through, they are in for a world of hurt because you had everything riding on that one gift. And if that doesn't come through, you've got nothing else in the pipeline. And so one of the keys to success is to have many opportunities in your pipeline. There's several reasons. One is because you're not freaking out about every opportunity that you have to close a big gift. It's like, now, if I'm going in and I'm going to ask somebody for a significant gift, it's no big deal because there's 20 other opportunities like that that I'm working on. And so we expect that not all of these are going to come through. And you just can't do that to yourself. When you, you can't do it to yourself, it's not fair to yourself, it's not fair to your organization, and it's not fair to the benefactor because that pressure is coming through on them. You want to truly be presenting people with opportunities. And when the timing's right and the cause is right, when you ask that person, they're going to say yes. And if it's not, they're going to say no. And that's okay if you've got a bunch of other uh, deals in the pipeline. But if you, if you don't, it's going to be tragic for you and your career. The other thing I'll say is uh, don't put so much pressure on a visit. Uh, I was going to visit with this guy, and I shouldn't have prepared any more than any other visit. And some people might be thinking I'm crazy about that, but look, like, go in there just like any other visit and put the focus on them and ask them questions. You need to be more worried about how you're going to serve them rather than am I going to be able to answer every single objection to every possible thing. Look, somebody asks you a question you don't know the answer to, you just say, Steve, that is a great question. In fact, it's so good, uh, no one's ever asked me that before, and I don't know the answer, but I'm going to find out for you, and I'll let you know. And now, and you can do that with anybody, <laughs> whether it's somebody that can give you 5000 or somebody that can give you $5 million. Nobody goes, oh, you don't know the answer to my question? You're an idiot. I don't work with idiots. Get out of my office. That doesn't happen. Now, and the other great thing is, 
when you find out, now you have another reason to follow up and schedule another visit. So don't put so much pressure on yourself. Go into every visit thinking, how can I serve this person? And you're going to do extraordinarily well. Fill your pipeline with many opportunities. Don't have that one. Don't make that mistake. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. And you're going to do extraordinarily well. So thank you guys for listening. I hope this episode was valuable. I hope one of my uh, most exciting stories is just fun reliving that memory. Uh, It's a wonderful career we're in in major gift fundraising. And uh, every day is so exciting. Thanks so much for listening. That was a Kevin Fitzpatrick solo episode of One Visit Away. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to stay up to date on the show, you can like One Visit Away on Facebook or connect with me, Kevin Fitzpatrick, on LinkedIn. If you really want to help the show grow, please personally share this episode with other development professionals. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from a $5,000 gift, or more importantly, a lesson that will generate millions of dollars in revenue over the course of your career because you realized not to rely on one visit, but rather many visits and many opportunities.